0: Okay, so here we are. Welcome back to another episode of Sleep with TNG, everybody. And I have my full setup here, and I'm getting ready to play the video, or stream the, whatever you want to call it. Well, no, it didn't go, it didn't go there. So, we'll give it another try. Uh, it's downloaded, so it should, it should start playing now. It's spinning but cause and effect, this was quite the episode, and it opens with, right with action, which is the first time. And there's a, like, just like what was going on in River City, T R U O B L E, trouble in River City. It starts with a a C. Like, it started, like, I don't know what it starts with on this episode because it's moving fast. This is like the fastest I've seen an episode move. And this is like a bit of a groundhog day, but we see a lot of teamwork going on because uh, the enterprise is having some uh, stability issues. It brought up escape pods, which I, for some reason, I thought the trans, I didn't think the enterprise had escape pods. Uh, the one time I looked into it and I think this is the story run through. I say we'll probably run through the uh, opening uh, Riker slips, uh, during one part and, uh, let's see, they say, uh, uh, hey, this is a bridge. Everybody get to the escape pods, the core, you know, we're, co- we've got to get this core. We had, like, we have an antimatter containment, Geordi wants to eject the core, uh, core breach is imminent. So Captain Picard's uh, like, everybody get off the ship, all hands, abandon ship, and they don't manage to abandon the ship. So this is like a, a Groundhog Day. So this is a, we call it Failure One. Then it, 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 the episode opens and the Captain's Log star date 45652.1. 5, uh, Enterprises into Typhon Expanse as uh, the first Starfleet vessel to chart this region. And that was the first time I've noticed that sh- uh, foreshadowing. We're the f- first Starfleet vessel to chart this unexplored region. Yeah. Then we have a card game. Now, pay attention. There's a lot of uh, like uh, a lot of interesting stuff when you watch this episode a bunch of times. Um, let's see. Data shuffling. Riker's like, I wonder if he's stacking the d- deck. And Data says, "I assure you, this is important dialogue. I assure you, Commander, the cards are sufficiently randomized." And Data has a sweet visor with iridescent sparkles, like that, uh, you know, uh, you see on old school po- like I, like I, I don't like using, overusing the word cute, but it is cute how Data's adopting. I, I don't know. I just really like, uh, he really tries hard, but in this fun kind of way. So he has his visor on. Uh, Dr. Crusher's play. So it's a poker game. It's Wharf, Riker, Data, and Dr. Crusher. But Dr. Crusher looks distracted. And they have to tell her, hey, it's your bet. And what does it say? Calm, prudent, parental, but prudent- but sad. Maybe it's the look on Dr. Crusher's face. Calm, uh, something but sad. Uh, she says, thank you, Data. And then uh, at some point, Worf says 50 uh, when he bets. He says it kind of like in a high voice, like I use when I answer the phone. Hello? Hello? Can I go to the store? Like, uh, he says 50 uh, when he – oh, no, Riker raises Worf or Crusher or somebody, and Worf says 50. And a little, uh, but, but like I don't mean to criticize, because and I don't, I mean, I don't know that much about poker, but I know there's something called pot odds, P O T O D D S, and there's a lot of betting going on, and I would have to, I have to maybe object to data card play, and and the, like because at some point the pot odds become so great. So what do pot odds mean? Is like There's the money in the pot, and then there's the money you need to put into the pot at any given moment. And if the pot is like $200 and you need to put only $10 in, I think you're getting pot odds of, what, 20 to 1? 200 to 1? Yeah, 20 to 1. And so, like, like, I don't know what the pot odds were, but I just wondered if data was making the right decision when data folds. Uh, Yeah, because there's a $20 bet, and at that point, there's a lot of money in the pot, and Data folds. It doesn't make any sense uh, unless he he knows that someone's going to raise after him, which maybe he did. He knew Riker was going to raise or assumed it, so he's putting that into his pot odds. Also really fun is that Data's doing this commentary as he's dealing. um, Like, dealer gets a four, pair ladies for the doctor... Uh, that's, that's very fun like when Data has fun I have fun and Data I guess I didn't even realize this one he says it's too rich for my blood I didn't even realize that that was a thing and this is showdown between Crusher and Riker she calls him he's raising he's playing very aggressively and she calls him down like uh, they're playing uh, I think they're playing oh shoot it changed I think they're playing some sort of um, they're playing stud I, I, I think I don't know if they were playing, I can't remember if they were playing five card stud or seven card stud. But, but, uh, but Riker calls it down and he's showing like he could have a straight or something. But even Worf's like, I don't think he has the straights. And Crushers like, calls him out. She already has bare queens. And let's see, she calls like Riker with glee. Then she gets called to the sick bay. Jordy's having some trouble. Uh, with his vision, he says that she said, like, I, uh, it got some vertigo, vertigo, like, uh, Crusher says, Jesus, it seems like you have an inner ear infection, but uh, you don't, uh, maybe you're just working too hard. And Jordy says, you got it. You're telling me this typhoon expanse is a so serious work. And she gives him 20 cc's of verticine, I think. And I said, that, that'll clear up the dizziness. But she says, maybe find some time to relax. And she says, Jesus, has this happened before. Uh, and Geordie says, uh, no. And she goes, are you positive? He goes, yeah, why? She goes, I feel like we've talked about this before. And I thought I gave you a, a hypo spray for dizziness. And Geordie says, no, you're thinking about somebody else. She goes, no, I'm sure, it was you. And she says, well, get some rest and I'll talk to you in, uh, later. And then we see, um like, if we really get a glimpse into Dr. Crusher's evening routine, which is important for those of us that have trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep. And she does seem to have a very, she's in a room, she's singing or more humming uh, to herself. And she's clipping some orchids, I, I think. She's in her jammies. So she's doing something like a like meditative, maybe, I don't know. Or maybe it like we didn't see what she was doing before it. So I don't know if she got in bed and she said, well, those orchids need to be clipped. Or she, I mean, she was humming in a way that she was relaxing while clipping him. She has pink jammies on with a ribbon in her hair and a nightcap, like a, not a nightcap on her head, but a nightcap, a little drink in a little drinky poo glass. Uh, she puts her book in her bed but her book is in her bed. Whoa, like she had a book in her bed. That's why I was confused. They said, why is her book in her bed if she's not in her bed? Like almost like she'd gotten into bed and gotten back out. Like her book's in her bed and she picks it up and she puts it on the table. So she was never in her bed with her book, but her book was in her bed. And then she goes to go to sleep. She puts a book, she's got a bowl of a blue substance. I don't know if that's like, what are those things called? Essential oil, fuser, diffuser. Yeah, uh, but it's this blue substance, like she has a, blue, a bowl, bowl of blue stuff next to her bed. And then she kind of hears some noise. It sounds like a voice as it wakes her up, and she knocks her glass over when she's turning on her light. Then we have Jordy at a map of the Typhon Expanse. So Jordy's talking about how big it is. If we want to chart it, we're going to launch a probe. Riker wants to know about luminosity studies. The flux spectrometers are down, and they're not back up, and the stellar d- d- dynamics labs, method- then, then Data says, how about a Gravitron polometer, polometer? And they said, that's my favorite. I love Gravitrons. And Picard says, make it so, Data. If Scoots loves Gravitrons, it, you know, see if you could shoot some um, dark matter into Scoots' brain. Make it so. And then once again, we see how respected mental health and treating people with respect and dignity goes on the ship. Because Crusher says, yeah, I got something I want to report. And they go, go ahead. She goes, I heard some voices in my room. And she says, first I thought it was my imagination, but 10 other people heard them. And Troy says, well, what did the voices say? And Crusher says, I couldn't tell. And the record says did the day sensors pick into anything data? And data says not anything anomalous. And Riker says check the logs then and and then they say, uh Riker says, Counselor Troy, what do you think? She says, Nah, I don't sense anything. Jordy said, Well maybe it's the comm system. And then Wharf calls, Wharf calls from the bridge. He goes, We got some weird stuff, uh, get up here, everybody and then we're kind of picking up where we last left off or not. Uh, on, everyone's on the bridge. Uh, and uh, Ensign Rowe's on the bridge and she says, geez, we're on top of this weird phenomenon, localized distortion of space time continuum, according to Worf. Uh, let me just double check. Unusual readings to the bridge. Uh, team, no, another great set, uh, of teamwork. The only thing was it was really slow teamwork because then another ship comes out of this space-time cloud. And it's uh, like everything's happening like fast, but everyone on the ship is have- going slow. It's maddening because uh, they say, OK, but like Ricard says, OK, let's back up from this cloud. And then Rose says, oh, geez, the r- r- thrusters aren't working. And then Data says the field's fluctuating. Then the main systems go down. Power levers drop. Riker hits a red alert. And they say, geez, there's an energy buildup. And then Troy senses something. She says, We got to break, you know. Got to get out like Jordash. And then Captain Data says, Then there's a smaller ship comes out. And they say, Shields up. Let's try to get out of the way. Shields won't work. And Data says, You know, we got 36 seconds to figure something out. And Picard says, Hail him. War says, Nope. And then Riker says suggestions, which I love how collaborative he is. Uh, so Riker says, hey, geez, shields up. Let's try to evasive maneuvers. And Worf says, no shields. Uh, so Riker says, well, why don't we decompress the main shuttle bay, and that reaction will take us out of the way. But Data says, what about the tractor beam to push the ship out of the way? And Picard thinks about it. He says, okay, make it so, Worf, presumably on the tractor beam, which Worf does. Uh, but they bump at one another. Riker says, damn So this becomes fail number two. Because Riker says, she's damage report. And then they say, we got trouble everywhere. And uh, we're venting drive plasma. Core shutdown. And we see the same thing happen again uh, from slightly different angles. I think there was an ad at, like, at some point like before the real action hit. Um. Let's see, po- oh no, 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 then there's an ad. Uh, then it says, then Captain's Log repeats, they're in the Typhon Expanse. Uh, so yeah, things don't work out, it does, it fails, they fail again, and then they repeat. Uh, so they're playing poker again, the Captain's Log, we're in the Typhon Expanse. And Riker says his line, sometimes I wonder if he's st- stacking the deck, and Data says it's a randomized bro. Uh, and Worf's studying his chip, but that was one thing I forgot to note the first time that I was enjoying is Worf's really paying attention to his poker chip and his hand, fingers. And Dr. Crusher's definitely having fun, but then she gets the queens and she pauses and she, it looks like something's wrong. Uh, they say, pair ladies for the doctor. And then the, the data gets a nine and says, doctor, you, you have the highest hand. Do you want to bet? And. So, huh, no, she goes they say no. she goes no I'll bet ten and then Riker raises and then there's a super close up of uh, crusher's face and uh like where it's like uh huh like uh and then they kind of play it out play it out like uh, she uh uh, Riker says, you're going to call my bluff, aren't you? Uh, and she goes, how'd you know? And he goes, I had a feeling. She goes, yeah, me too. Then she gets called to sick bay again uh, to tend to Jordy. Uh, even wharf though, look uh, unnerved at this scene, like, uh, when it was like so that something wasn't right. So then they talk about Jordy's inner ear, but no physical. And then Dr. Crusher pauses. She says, come to think of it, we've had this discussion before. And then she kind of says, well, what about those headaches related to your visor or something? I can't remember. And I think headaches related to your visor. Jordy touches it for effect when she mentions this visor. And she says, it must be, Jordy says, it must be deja vu. And she says, both of us like having deja vu. Maybe we should check the medical logs. Or maybe they did check the medical logs, but yeah, that's when she says it was revisor. Then it's bedtime in Crusher's room. And let's see, she's in the same pink PJs. It's shot at a different angle, trimming the flowers. She has her nightcap, but she pauses at her sip and puts it uh puts uh, puts uh, puts it down or puts her book down. And gets in bed, but she does not close her eyes. And then she hears the voices and, and knocks over her tra- or drink again. Her drink was in a slightly different place, though. And then she calls Jean-Luc. She says, you got a minute, Jean-Luc, in the middle of the night for a chat? He goes, oh, yeah, come on down. And this was interesting. He uh, right uh, uh, Picard is cooking up some steamed milk, for his aunt Adele's steamed milk recipe. I thought it was Earl. He's in gray. He was having book deja vu, and it has nutmeg in it. That's all we know about the steamed milk. It's steamed milk with nutmeg and some other secret ingredients. He's trying to perfect the recipe. That's what Picard does when he can't sleep. Maybe I'll try some warm nutmeg milk tonight. And let's see. Crusher says, see it was the weirdest thing, you know, when the when I, I, she was, I I knew I uh, had done this all before. And that's when Picard says, yeah, I felt like that was my book. And Crusher said, I, I felt it like this way for hours. And then with the voices and Picard says, well, it might just be a result of a sleepless night, but let's be sure. We'll do, again, respect, uh, we'll run a shipwide diagnostic, uh, and talk about the results tomorrow. And she says thanks for everything. And he says thank Adele. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Crusher is in uniform, uh, but still has the pink rib in her hair. That was some other. Uh, also, I liked Picard's good night voice. Also, when she was sitting on his uh, couch, she had a knees up on his uh, her chest. And then when Picard says, well, I liked how he took a deep breath, uh, uh, so, and there at the staff meeting, Worf calls, uh, uh, Jordi, or Data and Jordi are like, geez, we, there's no scans. So then Worf calls, uh, from, he says, get up to the bridge and there's a pull into Crusher's face. Like, okay, this isn't, this isn't good. It's like we got a damn, you know, report, and then I felt like Crusher was. Uh, she would watched the movie The Matrix. She was. She has awakened. I put, and then I. I don't understand this. It's a very video game like deep, doing it over and over. I don't know what that meant. Oh, like I guess yeah. No, it reminded me of video games. Like because then they have fail number three, like with a different angle of the Enterprise, same teamwork. Uh, but things still don't work out. And right. Me of playing video games when you just got to keep you're trying to solve a puzzle or get past a level or, you know, take out a boss, like a big boss battle. And, and you keep doing it over and over again. this is kind of what it feels like the enterprise is doing now. Then there's an ad and then we're around four. And then they say like, uh, then there's a little foreshadowing, which has been foreshadowing. Cause they say, uh, Jesus, you stack in the deck, Data, and Data says, no, uh, his cards are sufficiently randomized. And Worf says, I hope so. And then Worf's the one that's like, hmm, like Worf just feels off. And they put, oh, oh uh, and they say, Jesus, something wrong? And he's, Worf says, yeah, I'm experiencing Nibble pole." Uh, it would, it would like the feeling I've done this before. And Riker says, yeah, every Tuesday. And Worf says, that's not what I mean. And Crusher goes, I know what you mean. I'm having the same feeling. Keep dealing, Data. And Crusher starts naming the cards before they're dealt. She goes, you're going to give me a queen. Then you're going to give a four. And she goes, keep dealing. And Data says, no one's bad. And then she says, forget the bed. Ten, seven, queen. Then Worf says, nine, jack, four, Riker knows do six and Dave says, this is highly improbable. And Riker, R- Riker says, how do we know that? And Crusher says, hold on. And then they call her to sick bay. Oh no, she calls sick bay. She says, is Jordy in there? And they go, no, oh wait, he just walked in. And then they, she examines Geordi. Jo- let's see, let's see my notes. Oh, uh, let's see. There's like a Riker, Riker and Worf shared a look, uh, when, uh, Crusher knows the cards, Uh, uh, data, like there's a, data's like shot high, then there's a zoom on wharf, then there's a zoom on, oh, highly improbable, but there's like a great zoom on Wharf when he says Jack, nine, four, and then a nice zoom on Riker at two, when he says two, six, Uh, then Picard meets him at med bay with Crusher and Geordi, because they say, gee, something weird's going down. Like, have you got any deja vu? And Picard goes, yeah, when I was reading, why'd you ask? And Crusher says, the shi- everyone on the whole ship's having deja vu. And I knew Geordi was coming into sickbay. And I knew the tests were going to be negatives. But I did an obstacle di- optical diagnostic, and something's going on with his phase shift and his visual receptors. He's seeing blurry after images. It's something with the Dachyon field, and it's trouble. And he's the dwarfs Ge- Ge- Geordie says could be the warp field generator. I'll check it out. And Ricard says run a subspace scan too. And Geordie does a lot of quiet nodding. Uh and then the Enterprise, then Crusher's in a room. She's fully dressed, so she's not in her jammies. She's standing and reading. She's clearly nervous. No plant clippings. Uh she picked up some picked up something, puts it down. Maybe she picks up her drink. She picks up something, puts it back down, rubs her hands, sits on her bed, grabs her drink, and is like, uh, like, uh, no, that's not right. Moves it across the other side of the room, then turns out her light. she hears her voice as she hits her cord, like, almost like she's, uh, like, um, like some sort of paranormal investigator. Like, she's like a Ghostbuster, almost. And then she calls Geordie, uh, something about a sensor stage, uh, you don't know what that means. That's what it looks like. Sensor stage. I don't know. Jordy says, on my way. Oh, or Jordy says, yeah, we're working down here. Come on down or something. She knocks over her drink then. And she meets with Data and Jordy. They're talking about, uh, Jesus is, uh, they got six seconds of audio. Let's clean it up. And, uh, clearly you weren't hearing, you were hearing something that was real. And uh, we picked up a Dacian field distortion. He, in subspace, so maybe they're related. Data, like, does an analysis, uh, g- gets rid of all, like, uh, vocal, non-vocal conform. Then Data, like, listens and, like, uh, you know, he does his own audio. and He would be great at editing podcasts. I mean, it probably wouldn't be the best use. I wonder who would be better. Probably Data, C-3PO. Data, I think, has a little more artistry. And data is listening to things he says, okay there's a thousand voices the voices of the Inter- enterprise crew uh, his head was like his head he, like his head was churning like he, he was like a dog bird or something and uh, like uh, something and then there's a zoom to crush her when he says the voices of the enterprise crew are voices and she's like what and then they go to an ad. Uh, then there's a staff meeting in crush uh, sorry about this early meeting, but uh we might have an explanation it's gonna sound pretty wild and when you say that, I put for them exclamation point when it's wild for the crew of the enterprise like uh uh that's it's pretty wild, you know, so um like, I mean, because they've seen so many things. it's So it's like, it's, like for them to say it's, I don't know. I, I was just struck by that thing about all the adventuring they've been doing. But Jordy says, okay, we're stuck in a causality loop or something. Like, a we're, this particular fragment of time, we've been repeating over and over again. And Troy says, so it's causing deja vu. And Crusher says, yeah, but more than that. Like, in deja vu, you think you're repeating events. We are... And Jordy says, yeah, here's, and they even have, like, a little uh, slide deck or whatever. Jordy says, yeah, we begin the loop, uh, if something happens, and then we start over again. But we don't remember what happened. So each time through the loop, we think it's the first. And Riker's like, so we've done this a dozen times already, maybe? And they say possibly a hundred, a uh, thousand, who knows, uh... And Crusher says, if that's what's true, you know, it could have been, those voices could have been echoes from the other loops. And Jordy says, I'm seeing after images in my visor. And Picard says, well, if you're right, what, what caused it? And Data says, well, I got a hypothesis. He goes, this is what I heard when I listened to that recording. Most of it was ordinary, 150 discussions about ship operations, 252 conversations of personal nature, five couples in uh, romantic encounters. So out of uh, ten, a thousand ships, a thousand people on the ship, uh, 10 people are making sweet love. And because it's data, get to the point, And data says, then something happens. Uh, you like you say, everybody abandoned ship, uh, Worf, they play the audio. Worf saying, We got a localized distortion of space time continuum. You got data saying collision course. And then Picard saying, Everybody off the ship. Uh, and then they say, Okay, well, maybe it was something with that distortion and we're, we're stuck in this time loop. And Picard says, Well, geez, if that's right, then maybe whatever happens, we got to avoid it. And Jordy says, Yeah, it's our guess. And War says maybe we should change course, but then Riker says no no no, that could be what leads us to to the to, to, to the trouble. And Vicard obviously says you know what, we can't second guess ourselves. We'll stay on course until we need to change it. Let's do everything we can to avoid a collision. And LaForge says, Captain, we might not be able to figure this out in time. Uh so Picard says, well, what do you think? He says, well, could we send a little message to the next? I mean, this is my favorite Jordy episode. He's really solving problems. Because Jordy says, well, maybe we could send it to the next loop. And Riker says, how? And then they talk about the Dacian field, maybe put an echo into the, Data's brain. Troy says, like, a message in a bottle. And they say, yeah, just a short, like, almost like a tweet. Like, we're placing it shorter than a tweet in Data's brain like a Morse code. And Riker says, well, how will we know next time? And they say, well, if it will receive the information, uh, data will receive it on a subconscious level, what you'd call that. But we don't know how we'll perceive it. Like a post-hypnotic suggestion. And Picard says, well, we got to try. So let's do it. Dismissed. Uh, Let's see what else. Worf refers to distortion. Perhaps we could reverse course. Uh, more ideas. Uh, send info. Okay, so that's it. Um, then we see Data's brain. And Jordy's, Jordy's like, Jesus, Data, you think we did this a thousand times already? And Crusher says, do you think so? And Jordy says, no. And she goes, neither do I. Maybe that's a good sign it's our first time. And then they test it, and it, it, it seems like it's working. All we need now is a message. So Data has, like, he's wearing, like, a thing to program a message to send into the next loop because they don't know what to send yet. Seems like they could have had a meeting about that, but it works out uh to, to, how it does. So then we have fail number four, um where the ship comes at them. It seems like they're catching, like, they're building up speed and, like, solving problems. Uh, But as the other ship comes, like, right at the last minute, he starts programming because he realizes that following his advice didn't work out. So, uh, like, the last second after he realizes he's programming into his Decaion Admitter uh, because fail number four happens. And uh, then they repeat it. Uh, Typhon, Expanse, Captain Log, charting the unexplored region. Then we're at the poker game. Uh, it's at a little bit more of a distant cam- uh, camera angle. The banter's a little bit faster. Uh, Worf has nippo again. And Riker says the same thing. Crusher says the same thing. She starts calling. But this, man, this show is good. The writing is good. It like really fooled me. Because Crusher says, okay, I know what the next cards are going to be. Eight, ace, queen, and four. Deal the cards. Everyone gets a three. And Data says, wrong. Everybody got a three. Crusher says, geez, I knew I was positive. And Worf said, so was I. And Riker just says, deal some more. And then it ends up everybody has a three of a kind. And Crusher says, that's weird. Three, then three of a kind. And then they get called down to sick bay for Jordy. She talks to Jordy, uh, like, uh, got you know, I like, uh, got dizzy. She says, inner ear infection, but nothing physical. They put data's fast type. I don't know what that means. All three, oh, just data's fast dealing, maybe. Data deals fast. But she says, Jesus, so let's check the medical logs, Jordy. Have we talked about this before? And Jordy says, no, deja vu. She says, no. Let's check your opticals. Uh have you changed your visor lately? She goes no, you're having a visual shift. Uh uh, then they call Picard and they say get to sick bay immediately. Doctor says "Uh, you know, Picard says no problem. And Christian says he's got these blurry after images and we ran a scan to see what he's feeling seeing. And I say, well, geez, it could be the subs, you know, war- warp generator. And then Picard says, run a subspace scan and keep me advised. And then uh, uh, Jordy says, uh, data, run the, uh, the, the the subspace scan, uh, do a level two diagnostic. And data says, uh, certainly, but there's all threes coming up. Like, oh, this is when data's ty- typing fast, maybe. And Davis says, I've been running to the number three an inordinate number of times. Uh, and they say, Yeah, we got Dekyon field fl- fluctuations. And that's when Crusher hears the voices, and Georgie says, Yeah, we've seen something too. And then she, she says, I'm on my way down. And then she breaks her glass, uh, and she says, I'm fine, don't worry. And then they have the same staff meeting where Jordy's J- J- data is talking about the recordings and of Worf saying, you know, space time distortion and then impact and then abandon. And they're trying to figure it out. And then they're like, well, geez, uh, they, J- Jordy does figure out maybe we're in a, a, a like a repeating loop of time. And then Picard's like, well, maybe we could avoid it if we figure this out. And then Worf says, reverse course. Riker says, no, that was like, a and Picard says, no, no, no let's not second guess ourselves. And then jury says, also, Captain, there's been the number three all over the ship on consoles, poker game, 2,085 conspicuous examples of the number three according to data. And they're like, that's not an accident. And then Crusher says, maybe we're trying. Somebody's trying to tell us something. And we got Data's brain kicking out a on field modulation. And they say, well, what could be causing it? And then Jordy says, well, if I wanted to send information, that would be what how I would do it. And they they say, well, what? And then Jordy says, well, geez, like that's how I like. And then Troy says, that's. Uh, do you think we sent ourselves a message? And Jordy says, maybe. Maybe we're trying to tell ourselves something. And then Picard says, why the number three? And Riker says, maybe we should run a level three diagnostic. And Geordi says, okay, that's a good idea. And then that's when uh, they say, hey, Captain, get down here. We got uh, trouble on the bridge. Uh, let me see what else we got. Um, what does this say? Picard in room. Oh, it, like... Uh, when Picard gets the call, he's in his room totally relaxed. He's got two or three tea like drinks or candles not lined up next to him. And he seems like he's perplexed, running through his book, like trying to figure something out. And that's when he gets called to sick bay. That's when Dade and Jordy see all the threes. Uh, then the bridge to Picard. So then we get a nice shot. I don't put the time. Oh no, 4010, I did like all the staff marching onto the bridge in a very serious demeanor, 40 minutes and 10 seconds, really cool. And then we go through another run through uh, of of what happened, which is basically like, I'll give you the, this will be the first one. You know, they say, geez, we got some weird thing off of the starboard bow. And we just, we just, you know, then it's this distortion of time, space, continuum, Riker says, how do you think we did this before? And then Picard says, we'll back up. And then they say, thrusters aren't working. Uh, Data says, we got this field fluctuating. And they say, main system's down, power levels out, uh, energy build up. Uh, and Troy says, let's get out of here. Then the ship comes out. Riker says, shields, shields up and base and maneuvers. They say, shields won't work, helm won't work. And then Data says, we got 36 seconds, they hail, that doesn't work. Picard says, suggestions. Riker says, decompress main shuttle bay. Uh, the reaction will get us out of the way. And Data says, how about the tractor beams? And Picard says, make it so. And it seemed like they are running through this faster, but Data thinks for a few seconds right before he looks at uh, uh, Riker's neck and sees the three dots on his neck. And in a lightning, like totally, like this is like, uh, what do you call that? Not blasphemy, but whatever, uh, you do on a ship, uh, when you'll follow commands. But you know, Picard likes, uh, the data sets, the tractor beam will not be successful. I'm just dis- de- decompressing the main shuttle bay and that totally works. They get out of the way and, uh, clear the distortion. Uh, let's see, Crusher, like, yeah, you overrides the order. Crusher was holding her arms across her chest, I uh, noticed. And they say, geez, what, what, what was that? Worf says, we're clear that just uh, because data, what happened? Data said, at the last moment, I speculated that the three might refer to the number of the rank insignia on Captain Riker's uniform. This indicated to me that his suggestion might be the correct course of action. And then Jordy says, Geez, Data, you get that was a message from the last loop and you stacked the deck in the poker game without realizing it. So he did stack the deck just the last time, but like subconscious projection or whatever they said suggestion. And Data says, Yeah, it's possible. I might have made all these threes pop up on the ship too. And Vicar says, Worf's put off that red alert and, uh, Get a time base speaking and see what time it really is and how long we've been in this causality loop. And War says uh, we're off by seventeen point four days, and that kind of gets everybody's attention, and because everyone's like freaked, you know. And then they say, "What ship is that?" Uh, Like, and they say they're they're calling, and War says it's a Soyuz class, USS Bozeman. And Jordy says, Soy has class. They haven't been in service in 80 years. And Picard says, Open a channel. And you, my, my, my head was spinning because it's uh, Captain Morgan Batesman. But I put WTF double explanation point because it's Frasier F. and Kane from two hit uh, sitcoms. Uh, so we're looking at this bearded visage of uh, um, Kelsey Grammer. I, couldn't, I was like, oh, what a great surprise. I love Kelsey Grammer. And they say, hey, bu- bu- B- 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 Captain Morgan Bates, Bates, Bates says, can we render you any assistance? We're on the Federation ship Bozeman. And Picard says, well, I'm on the Enterprise. I was going to ask you the same thing. And uh, uh, Grammer says, uh well, I don't even recognize your ship. Uh, and Picard says, do you have any idea what happened? And Bateson says, yeah, there's a temporal distortion. And then our ship saw yours. And uh, Bacard says, we've been in a causality loop, a temporal one. And I think you have, too. And Bateson says, no, no, no. He goes, we just left Starbase. He goes, look at this beard. Has it grown an inch? And to, then everybody starts to look sad on the Enterprise because they say, do you know what, Captain, do you know what year it is? And Bateson says, yeah, it's 2278 or 2017. Yeah, So, you know, to, like not that far in front of us, 250 years or so. And Ricard says, maybe you should come aboard our ship. We better, we got a, something we need to talk about. And you could tell Picard really feels for him and the whole crew. And it was I mean, and then the hardest part was that there's no sequel to this episode. So it's like, that was hard. I was like, there's no sequel to this. Uh, more Kelsey Grammer. I mean, I think it was cool because I guess like, uh, he was a big fan and he really wanted to be on the show. And they also tried like, uh, like whatever like that's cool I thought that was cool so then that was the end of the episode quite an episode very groundhog day uh, very well very well done with, with the last uh, the last couple twists I really liked Eric uh, right, good night